You're listening to Your Art Friends, Beth Radloff and Andrew Thompson. They're about to have a thoroughly unserious discussion about art. But don't worry, whether you're Da Vinci or the Worst, there's room on this palette for every color. If this is your first time listening to Creatives Brainstorm, be forewarned, because once you start looking at life like an artist, there's no undo button. I'm Beth. And I'm Andrew. And, and we're, we're your, your art, art friends. friends. Your friends are here. We have more than like two listeners. It's cool. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our goofy little show that we're launching like quietly. We don't have massive followings and we don't uh, we didn't like pay for advertisements or anything like that. So we were expecting to kind of have a, a quiet release and the outpouring of support and listenership and love for this show at this early stage has been so much that both of us are like blown away. Yeah, it's it's beyond cool. Um, I, I've never released a podcast. So for me, it's like I went into it expecting nothing. Mm-hmm. And seeing all this, I have saved so many screenshots on my phone. Because I'm like, I need to make a YAF folder on my phone, like in the pictures, so that I can save everything related to like the launch. Because then, like, you know, in a year from now, I can go back and look at it and be like, oh, look, like this is at the very beginning. We have a bunch of episodes already recorded that are going to be coming out over the next couple weeks, but we wanted to record this one right now just to like kind of commemorate how we're feeling in this moment with with the release of the podcast because we're outside of the the release bubble right now and we're going to go back into the release bubbles for some other episodes but until then what what did i want to why did i want to say that because the time jump of like they're gonna hear like me talk about cadence being home with her cone and then all of a sudden hear me be like she's gotta go in for surgery (laughs) yeah there might be some time jump things uh but everybody's happy and healthy Andrew has a, a beautiful dog, baby girl, mm-hmm. who's got little chicken legs because she had surgery. She looks so funny. Oh, my God. It looks like she was wearing pants and got a tan line. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what are we what are we going to what are we going to talk about today? We're talking about what you guys have been talking about. We're taking questions and comments that we have received over the last couple of weeks with the release of the show. And, and we're going to joke around with them. I also went on my Instagram. Well, both of us did. Yeah. Both Andrew and I went on our Instagrams and we asked for questions. What We asked for art questions and boy, you delivered. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a stab at answering some of those. Yeah. But first, I have a game wait, for you, wait, 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 wait. Before you do this, I have a question to ask you. What? Because I've been planning on doing this for weeks now. Um, you didn't say- I have a would you rather for you. <gasps> So, would you rather uh, be the artist who only notices a mistake after uploading their artwork? Or (laughs) would you rather be the artist that gets blessed by the motivation fairy only when you're about to go to sleep? Oh. (laughs) 
and and oh, I, both and of I those do are feelings I've had. I do need to shout out. I found I came across this post on Instagram by Soggy Crisps, uh, on on Instagram, and I think that's the artist. It's a bunch of little like little little questions and memes like that, um, in a post. But I saw that like a few weeks ago and was like. I'm going to turn the tables on Beth and I'm going to ask her, <laughs> would you rather? I didn't know he was doing this. Oh, it feels it feels very hot in this seat. <laughs> Are you sweating? <laughs> I'm sweating. I know the answer for me. Mm-hmm. And it's the sleep one. I want the good ideas right before I fall asleep. Because posting things and then uh, experiencing the shame the shame of, I don't know, not putting pants on the character that I <laughs> just drew or misspelling. Like a really obvious tangent. Uh, all the time. So it keeps me from posting things just in my normal life. Yeah. So if that's what I always did, I wouldn't be an artist anymore. I think I would quit. But uh, follow up question to the, the the sleep side of it. What if every time you like you had the intention to go to bed this happened Mm -hmm. so even if it's like you know middle of the day it's not at night but you're exhausted and you're like i'm i need to sleep and you try to sleep and and immediately you're struck with motivation to do work or something like so it's it's a huge hindrance on my sleep instead of feeling sleepy i feel motivated and i never get the sleep and and you only well you only then fall asleep and get true sleep when you are like so exhausted that you just like fall asleep at your desk or if you are like on a zoom call and like you haven't talked in 10 minutes and you're just just doze off you are adding uh, layers of complexity to this that make it less fun Oh, sorry. But <laughs> but it do- still doesn't come with those feelings of shame, and that's what I'm running away from. Okay. I want to present myself beautifully. I want everyone to love me, Andrew. <laughs> and if I made, if I said, uh, what's the obvious misspelling that I do all the time? I don't critique your anything you misspell. If I posted something to Instagram, and the caption said, "Well, go to the mall." And it's supposed to say we'll go to the mall, and I forgot the apostrophe. That that lives with me for so long because you can't edit it. I was told once that the algorithm on Instagram says that you're not allowed to edit any of the messages that you write on Instagram because then the algorithm's like they're a liar. Better not show their artwork to the people who subscribe to them. And so now I'm scared. I'm scared to spell anything wrong. And what if I spell it wrong in the art? I did this recently. I have another podcast called D&D&D. And in that podcast, there are two characters, two of my best friends. One of them I married. His name is Mike. His character's name is Fletch. The other one is James. He's a good friend of mine. His character's name is Flack. So we have Fletch and Flack. And do you know what those names are in my brain? The same name. Everywhere I write these men's names. The, the, I swap them. That's always wrong. I can't get it straight. It's been like five years and I can I cannot solve this problem for myself and I live in daily shame. And so I don't care if I can't sleep. I don't care if my Zoom called. I got the dark circles under my eyes and my pimples are falling out of my nose. I, my whole body could be falling apart. If I live without shame, that is what I would prefer. Okay. 
I didn't I didn't anticipate this one getting you this worked up. <laughs> I I carry a lot of anger. <laughs> I gotta save. I gotta save mine now. What do you mean, save yours? My, my game that I was gonna play with you. I mean, you could still ask it. It's not like you can't. This is this is your podcast. You can do whatever you want. We can both play the game. Okay. <laughs> I think you want to play the game. I do. <laughs> well, this game is inspired by the plethora of questions that we've received about consuming art supplies. Andrew, we're going to play a quick round of this or that. Ooh. I'm going to give you a series of art supplies, and you're going to tell me which of the two you would prefer to eat. Okay. There's no time to think. Just blurt it out. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay. Chalk or acrylic? Chalk. Pencils or pens? Pens. Jelly gouache or watercolor cakes? Watercolor cakes. Compressed charcoal or vine charcoal? <laughs> Char- charcoal. <laughs> vine charcoal, I think. Play-Doh or oil pastels? Play-Doh, hands down. Cop- <laughs> Copic marker juice or used paint water? Copic marker juice. Damn, dude, clay or Paper? Paper. Poop or pee? That's not hard supplies. <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> uh, tried to Bugs Bunny me and it didn't work. I did. <laughs> nope. Copic marker juice, yeah? A little bit of alcohol sip sip? Yeah. Make your tongue green? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I don't know. In my brain, the the Copic marker juice has less bad chemicals in it than like acrylic paint water. That's I. I was gonna say that's true, just to be on your side. But I really but I don't have no know. idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so your dinner plate consists of chalk, pens, watercolor cakes, fine charcoal, play doh, Copic the marker play-doh juice. Play doh was easy. Play doh. <laughs> if you haven't played with play doh and thought like I want to eat this. Like, I don't trust you. <laughs> like, that would be like the mashed potatoes of that meal, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know those, um, the toys that they made in the 90s, and they probably still have now, where you could, like, put the Play-Doh in and then turn it into, like, spaghetti noodles and, and like... I love those so yeah, much. like, that's what I'm imagining, is just, like, spaghetti noodle Play-Doh. Now you're making it sound good. See? Now it sounds like I I should eat it. <laughs> I mean, I can't control what you do, Beth. If you want to eat Play-Doh, you can eat Play-Doh. I and this this guys, get yourself a friend like Andrew who uh will talk to you about your bad behavior, but at the end of the day, he admits he can't control what you do. Yeah. Well, well, also, <laughs> so with, you have the freedom to be your own woman. Also, when it comes to the eating Play-Doh versus not eating Play-Doh or eating, what was the other option? Oil pastels. Yeah. Um, with with Play-Doh, they make it for kids. So, you know, it's like somewhat safe that if they eat it, like they're not going to die. You know what else sounds like it might actually be fun to eat? What? Vine charcoal. Right? It, like a it, pocky, pocky stick. Yeah. Or like... um. A pretzel stick. 
Mm-hmm. Little, little tiny pretzel little, stick. A little, a little crunchy snack. And then your teeth are just... <laughs> <laughs> you wander around like, oh, I got the charcoal toothpaste. It's fine. This yeah. is the normal. This is normal. Yeah. I would eat fine charcoal. If someone dared me to do that, I think I'd do that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like as soon as you ate fine charcoal, your entire mouth would just no longer have any moisture in it. It would just like... And the toxins would be gone. <laughs> that's the new that's the our new artist cleanse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're on the cutting edge of it. Nobody steal this. Yeah. TM 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 TM. It's a pathetic thing to be able to do. <laughs> As if that would work. It's my, right. my it's my idea. Well, isn't that from um I mean the, the one of the things I started watching over the last year and a half was uh modern family because i'd never watched it mm, like i never do yeah phil dunphy the like kind of main dad character one of them um he he has this kick on like coming up with different inventions and stuff and he would like blurt out his like new invention idea then he'd be like tm at the end and so like when i saw that i did I, I like had this flashback moment of remembering a time where like people would say TM after like saying something. And mm-hmm. I was like, did did that is this because of, of modern family and I'm just behind in getting this joke? I think it's a funny joke and I like it and I want to use it. But now that I know that it might have come from modern family, part of me feels betrayed. Like no, I don't want to. I don't want to be someone who quotes Modern Family. That wasn't my choice. I mean, when it happened, it was also like pretty early in the the show. So like, I I feel like if we make the joke now, like it's not gonna be a big deal. It's that's true. That's fair. It's like so. So I can make far the shirt removed from the zeitgeist. You no, know, you make the shirt. Maybe not. What what was it? What did we just tm? Eating vine charcoal. Charcoal cleanse. I'm going to write that down. That's fair. So I I feel like it's important for me to state this because, I mean, the podcast is called Your Art Friends, but I have friends who talk to me and and they had things to say about the podcast. You what? <laughs> I have friends, Beth. I'm... And this is what they say. They talk to you. Yes. What do they? What do you? What do your friends say? So, um, shouts out to my friend who goes by Profit, uh, oh, aka that's a, Dylan. It's a good name. He messaged me after the first episode. He listened to it, and uh, he was like, "I have a question about the Cran conundrum." Would I get pleasure or pain from the act of people sharpening crayons in me? If yes, to either, I would be the box of crayons. It's pleasure. <laughs> okay. You heard it here first, <laughs> Prophet. When he first asked me that, I was just like, I was like, dude, I don't even know. And I feel like I need to run this past Beth before I like give you That's an so answer. Nasty. Because I'm, I'm like linking it up with your desire to be a box of crayons because it's the joy of a child's heart. <laughs> and he's over here like, <laughs> like when the when the kid puts the crayon in the hole. <laughs> 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 but, 
<laughs> what does it feel like? <laughs> yeah, like when he when he read that or said that to me, I just read it and my brain kind of like broke for a moment because I was like, this is a level to this question that I I would never have thought of. <laughs> I didn't know that the well was so deep. Yeah. We could truly mine so much content out of would you be the box of crayons? Right? Would you be the box of crayons? Oh, that hurt. Um, And then... An- what was his name? Jacob? Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> so close. <laughs> so- I wanted to have friends met. Human beings have name. Yeah. Is that the one? Was that his one? No? <laughs> I'll learn. Dylan, I'll learn. And then, um... Can I be your friend? No, he's my friend. Um, Oh, no. (laughs) We can't share friends, Beth. It's just... You can only... Only one per. Yeah. It's it's like when you go to a wedding, you have to be on a side. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. This is our wedding. I'm married, but we're we're at our wedding. A wedding? Yeah, my... Why is no one in my side? Everybody's in Andrew's side. <laughs> and they're sending him messages about our show. <laughs> hey, you got a lot of questions, too, so it's it's only fair. Were those given to me out of love and affection? Yes. Or because I baited them into being a part of our show? I mean, both, but still. Oh. <laughs> I do have another another good question. So my buddy Dalton, very good friend of mine, uh, messaged me after listening to the first episode and said, am I the box that the crayons live in or am I the crayons in the box? And my initial gut reaction is like, you are the sum of the whole. So you are the crayons and the box, the whole The crayons is guts. The box is skin. That's kind of morbid because then it's like people are sharpening your like your your bones, My bones is sharp. wearing wearing you down. I mean that's kind of how life works. I Rub guess. my bones on the paper, right? Oh, hey, like, are we all just a box of crayons that children uh, use to further their imagination? No, we're not. That was an insane thing I just said. <laughs> yeah, Beth, that was insane. How weird. It was. Uh, I went too far into absurd town. I'm uh, gonna put the car in reverse. Not U-turn. You're just gonna reverse it. No, I got it. I can't U-turn here. Oh, not in absurd town. You don't know what happens if you do a U-turn in absurd town. Absurd town. Guys, <laughs> I'm having a lip day. You ever have a lip day? Lips don't work. Really good for podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, the box is skin. That's my answer the to that one. Skin. <laughs> Please, nobody Photoshop that. Oh, remember that like uh, viral Lego guy from Comic Con a couple years back? It might have been like 2018, 2017. Someone showed up to Comic Con dressed as a a full sized human sized Lego man, but instead of just being like solid yellow mm-hmm. plastic. It was skin, dude. Ugh. It was like Ugh. wrinkly, and it had big, real eyes. Oh god! And a mouth, a mouth that was flushed with blood. <laughs> That's terrifying. 
Are you looking that up right now to show me? Yeah. What are my eyes about to be exposed to? Oh no! <laughs> no! <laughs> Look at his hands. Oh god, I can't. I, oh no! <laughs> no! 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 Oh, it makes me think of the. Is that just one giant nail? It's the. You know how the Lego hands. It's just a like a cup a cupping yeah I know it's a but, cupping but, motion but like it has a it has like a fingernail on like ew look at it it does it has one giant fingernail Ugh. I never looked that closely it, uh, <laughs> trigger warning if you look this up you might not have a great rest of your day <laughs> but if you enjoy really thick wide thumbs <laughs> this is your cosplay yeah. Um, this is your new desktop wallpaper. If you really loved the first Spy Kids movie and the thumb things, then you'll love this. <laughs> if you really love your grandfather's body, <laughs> <laughs> then this is the picture for you. <laughs> uh, it kind of looks like he works at, like, he's a genius at, at an Apple store. Like, yeah, he does, right? He's just in a simple Cause, white cause they always long have, sleeve shirt. They always That's have red. Yeah, that is red, not white. <laughs> Very different <laughs> my colors. Lips, my tongue, my brains all wrong today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got like the lanyard around his neck and like the plain red shirt that you're just like, yep, yep, you work at Apple. He'll help me. Mm-hmm. He'll open up my computer with his two thumbs. <laughs> So the third one, third and last one, was a friend of mine, Wicked West. She messaged me yesterday in reaction to episode three and said, you should show them a butt. And then she told me to tell Beth that this works. And then hold... What? Okay, real quick. If if you don't remember, I think this is in reference to... Uh... This is the gallery talk. Yeah, and we made a joke about how you gotta you gotta go and and show your butt wait what did we say you were asking me how to get into like a gallery like gallery 1988 and i was like oh you just email them and you're like oh not like what i did where i just awkwardly go to their shows and talk to nobody and i said you should you should have showed them a butt and then you laughed and you were like i don't think that would work and then you were like well maybe it would because that's what sexual harassment is called I can't show them what I show them my butt. I'd get kicked out. Do I show them a picture of a butt? No one would talk. That would be very uncomfortable for everyone involved. <laughs> hey, it worked when you accidentally showed me the butt. When we because of the shame I felt. Because of the desperate need to make the butt go away. Well, so that you felt safe that I wasn't a pervert. Well, Why are you showing me a butt? Because this is from Wicked's work. So this is Wicked, her whole part of the story was that uh, you should show them a butt because it worked for her. And you just slowly <laughs> lifted a tiny mushroom character. A fungi. Fungi up to the camera, ass first, and just, just close up to that for me. <laughs> if my work had cute mushroom butts in it, sure. But the only butt I can show is my own. I mean, maybe if you draw a butt, you could show them the butt. I don't want to be the butt girl. I don't oh, want to be that known would be a for... good one. Would you rather? Damn it. 
<laughs> do you want to be the butt girl or the butt boy? Do you want to be the person who's known for like drawing butts or something else? No, but but uh, w- Wicked was saying that she got into this this gallery or this little shop in, in her town because of the butts on her little fungi's characters. Really? Yeah, because like they came across them, they're like, "Oh my god, these are so cute! Like we would love to like uh, sell your work here." And that's how she got into it. And so that's what she was telling me was she was like, "No, tell tell Beth it works. It worked for me." <laughs> Guys, there's no there's no exacting path to success. No. Is what I'm learning. Yes. That is I feel like that's the point of our podcast is just like, yes, being an artist is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're ready for it. <laughs> Hope you're ready. If you want to, it's gonna be a time. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I I I'm gonna come with my like high fantasy sophisticated illustrations and i'm just gonna slip one oh god lego man ass into <laughs> just wrinkly fleshy beautifully rendered <laughs> butthole yes it's time for what they're not telling you wherein andrew and i read from our very real artist only newsletter and we debunk all of this wishwash about how being an artist is something that you can learn to do because we all know that that's not true. It's a special magic power given to the chosen few and those chosen few also what you're making a face. Oh, sorry. I think you just rhymed unintentionally. Am I rapping? (laughs) I think you're a rapper now. Hey, hey, hey. My name is Beth, and I'm here to say. <laughs> you don't. You don't even want me to try. <laughs> so, what are they not telling the folks? What What are we? What are? What is the the art community holding behind its brightly colored gates? The secret to inspiration, of course. <gasps> this week, we promise you don't have to rub anything on yourself. But we can't make guarantees about having to rub stuff on other people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, first things first. You have to grab a book that you haven't read in over a year. And then you are going to toss it up into the air. When it's in the air, do a little turn and let it fall to the ground. It's going to open onto a page. If it doesn't open to a page... I'm sorry, this week, it's you're not going to be inspired. It, take a breather. Take a little vacation. Yeah, we all need a break. We don't want to burn out. Uh, it's super important. But make sure that when you spin around while the book is in the air, that you do an exactly 360-degree spin. Retrieve your book and read the passage. I'm trying to logic this out. Because if you read a pa- like it's going to be two pages of the book, two full pages of the book. So why would reading a passage... Read, read every fifth word. That's what it says in the newsletter. Now I understand. Yeah. Okay. Read every fifth word. Yeah. You, and that, I understand how you got it mixed up because in the newsletter, yeah. the example was written where you had to read it every fifth letter. So I think you were reading the whole thing with the words or the oh. every fifth word. So you were reading all the words and you only need to read every fifth word. 
that's that's where you're getting this confusion. They're getting tricky with this. Yeah. It's like a cipher. You know what? I've been wondering why people like James Jean and other like other illustrators who are doing really, really well. It seems like they're churning out work all the time. I can draw. I'm I'm pretty good, but I'm not producing work at the rate that they are. And I, I think there's stuff with the newsletter mm-hmm. that is buried in this way that I'm just not picking up on. We got a national treasure this shit. We got to we got to turn the lights off, put black lights on it like. I'm going to start doing that from now on. Andrew, thank you. I this might be a turning point in my career. As I hope it will be a turning point in our listeners careers. Yeah, so a bunch of you had some questions for us. Some of y'all slid into DMs. You get you did slid it slid into our DMs. Slided slided it. Andrew and I were on Instagram and we said, "Hey, ask us some art questions." And y'all delivered, yo. Yeah, they did. Aaron can draw said, "Who would win in a fight, a pencil or a pen?" And I don't know, but Andrew would eat the pen. <laughs> you're not wrong uh i have questions because my first question is does the pencil have to be a a traditional like wooden pencil with like you know graphite in the middle or is it a one of those mechanical pencils part of me sees a mechanical pencil as like the like uh knight in shining armor version of a pencil coming to the fight Mm -hmm. and i feel like the pen because it's a pen it's it's real cocky about how it's going to probably win because it's just like I make marks. It's like I make marks and that's it. There's no going back because I'm a pin. Yeah. A pen will never give you an apology. Yeah. I feel like the pin is that character that we all root against. Uh And occasionally they win against the like the wooden pencil. But then we have the knight in shining armor pencil, which is the mechanical pencil that comes in and beats the shit out of the pin. That's why pins bleed. Well, you know what? (laughs) True story. I had something to say and it's, I don't, I'm not going to say it anymore. That was too good. That's why pens bleed. The pencil wins. So what's our next question? Kudri. I really like your screen name. Kudri says, do you prefer more warm or cold colors? Do you want to take this one since I... I I like the last. orange on my eyelids, and I like to wear orange on my shirt, and I like to have pants that are orange. You like orange? I like I like orange a lot. You mean ju- jewelried? For... I know what that means now. Yes, jewelried. <laughs> <laughs> For me, the warm and cool colors, I, I approach it as a. a coffee temperature rules so in the summer it's cool and the winter it's warm what (laughs) really no (laughs) it's just a dumb (laughs) dumb response that i thought (laughs) it's like when you drink iced coffee in the summer like you don't drink iced coffee in the winter no well i mean unless you live in california because then it's not cold ever you can't ever drink hot coffee in California. That's all there is is iced coffee out there, right? Mm-hmm. And the microwaves don't even work. There's no way to make them warmer. Fire doesn't exist in California. Fire doesn't <laughs> exist in California. 
they always say these forest fires are really serious. But then you hear every once in a while, some people are like, the fires aren't real. And I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your face. For that. That's great. <laughs> I don't even think your eyes are open for that. <laughs> I so fully do not believe in the thing that I'm saying that I have to like block my eyes. Yeah. I have to block every orifice of my face <laughs> so you don't watch me say a conspiracy theory that's so obscene. Yeah. Anyway, I like them hot colors. But when you're drawing and painting, mm-hmm. you got to have an understanding of their relationship with each other. Because you can't, if, let's say I prefer warm colors and you look at my pieces and you say, wow, it gives me a real cozy vibe autumnal uh hot coffee feeling well what you don't see well maybe you see it but what you don't see is that the shadows all of the all of the shadows are going to be cool toned because it makes the warm tones look warmer Mm -hmm. and that's also how light works in general on subjects in real life did you know that the sun hey did you know that the sun is cold light (gasps) direct sunlight actually bleaches out the colors and it's on it's a cooler tone is that why daylight bulbs are are like cooler mm-hmm. nice. but if but if the if the sun is um rising or setting then mm-hmm. it's warm it's a warm light Ooh, you can never count on the sun especially here in ohio oh, <laughs> i don't miss that i grew up in michigan and uh, in one single day, you can have every weather event. Yep. Yep. And I, I, I miss rain, but like, I don't really miss rain. I miss the uh, nostalgia, the aesthetic. Thunderstorms are cool. I do like thunderstorms. When I'm not having to go anywhere, or do anything, like if I'm just at home and I can have my like back door open with like the screen on and I can just hear it rain and then an occasional like rumbly grumblies in the background is it true that the older midwestern men get the more they like stand further and further out from their back porch watching violent (laughs) thunderstorms and tornadoes and stuff i have never stood outside when it was storming or tornado in there you're you're not i'm still in my kitchen i'm still in my kitchen but the door's open is what i'm saying I think you're going to make your way out there in the next five years. I don't think so. I don't think so. Ten years from now, I'm going to come over and it's going to be like a thunderstorm. And I'll be like, hey, do you want to enjoy some hot coffee? Because I never get it in California. And you'll be like, yeah, let's go stand out on the porch and watch watch the weather. Yeah, the weather will cool it down because it'll rain into the cup. And then it'll cool it down so we can drink it faster. You Ohioans do things differently. <laughs> Justin Ritchie asks why is art full of fruit and naked people why is so much why is it all fruit and naked people <laughs> why doesn't why doesn't anyone have clothes or a, a vegetable uh it's <laughs> a good question i love this question do you have an answer or are you also trying to think of an answer <laughs> my answer is like horny podcast same <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna talk about how human beings just love that fleshy pinkness. They love them them rosy fleshy nubs. Was, and you get them all over the body and all over your peaches and your nectarines and your fucking I don't apples. They got rosy nubs. Is that why peaches are like the sign of like butts? 
the emoji for butt. Absolutely. That's why. They got that crack. They got that core shadow. They got that little bit of fuzz. Fuzz. (laughs) A little bit of fuzz. You might have to cut my answer. My answer is because we like to. hmm, It's so dumb. It's so bad. It's such a like horny podcast answer. Say it, you weirdo. Spit it out. It's because we like to. (laughs) It's because we like to paint things we want to eat. Ooh, ooh, he went there. Oh, he went there, and he was so he he didn't want to go there and be too naughty. You guys heard him. How timid he was. He wants to consume a naked person. <laughs> Sometimes I think about how weird it is that when people are sexually aroused, they talk about like consuming each other, right? Like, I just want to eat you up. No. Why? I don't want... No one yeah. wants that. No. No, 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 no. I just want to take a... I just want to take a bite out of that wo- woman. Do you? <laughs> no. I, ge- I guess so. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, there's your answer. <laughs> do you want to go back to your your childhood with this next one sure mr zachary sterling asks favorite thing to draw over and over again as a middle schooler god what was my favorite thing to draw in middle school it wasn't hands because i drew a bunch of people with like their hands in pockets or behind their back or eyes. So I also had a character that wore a hood over there, like on their head, and then the shadow blocked out their eyes. Both that's, eyes yeah, or just the one? Both. Because he, ah. he was really edgy. I have a theory that like edgy aesthetic mm-hmm. comes from an, a young artist's inability to draw eyes that are parallel. Like, we're not actually into the bangs going over one side of the face or uh, akimbo hats, things like that. We just need, we need it to hide our insecurities about drawing people. Yeah. It's all because of insecurities. That's the only reason that edginess exists. Yeah. (laughs) All right. It's the second big thought that I've expressed (laughs) and the first one that I still stand behind after expressing it. Yeah. I believe that one. Maybe Gundams. I drew a lot of Gundams in like middle school. Mm. Which is funny because I've never drawn a Gundam as like a professional artist now. I don't I don't draw men with cat ears as in a professional artist now. But boy oh boy did I enjoy to draw Inuyasha and Kagome kissing. I did I did draw Inuyasha a couple times. Hell yeah, dude. I also did a lot of um, Zelda. Mm-hmm. I used to draw Zelda comics. Oh, nice. That was like, that was, it was a step up from what I did because I had the, uh, the, the book on how to like get through the game. I had the game guide for Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, the Game Boy color game. And mm-hmm. I would go through there and I would copy the little illustrations of Link and... Ganon and the other like side characters and stuff. 
Is Ganon even in, in those games? Maybe? I don't remember. No, no, Ganon's not. No, I don't think so. Capcom produced those. They're the only oh. two. Uh, some of the only two Zelda games. What? Some of the some only of two. Some of the only two. <laughs> <laughs> some of the only Zelda games that uh, were made outside of Nintendo's power. Mm. They were licensed to be made. And so that's why those ones are like kind of weird. I enjoyed them. I like them. They're still good. Yeah. But they're not they're not mainline Zelda games. Yeah. I used to remember my favorite thing was getting the little um you could get this little like dinosaur companion guy. Uh-huh. And then you could like run around on him and it was it was cool. Did you ever did you ever draw him kissing them? <laughs> no. <laughs> Andrew, what is the best flavored paint? <laughs> David LePepier? Orange. David LePepier wants to know, orange? Because it makes chocolate taste better. No! (laughs) No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I refuse to believe. I've decided that I believe this to be false. Okay. And I know that there is science (laughs) claiming this to be true. And the science was one dude who was like, you want to drink out of a plastic cup that's orange? Tastes nice? All right, cool. Now, Tr- did he try all the colors? I would like to try all the colors. I, I'm i going to film a YouTube video where I put the same shit in every cup and all the cups are different colors and I'm going to make our, our producer, James Gressel, our podcast producer, drink from the cups and I'm going to say which one tastes the best. And if he says orange, I'm going to punch a window <laughs> because I don't believe it's true. If he says orange, I, I'll admit that I'm wrong. But if he doesn't, and he picks like I don't know, like purple. I—that's my science. So we need to like we need to plan to do this like a year from now because he can't. A year from now, because because we gotta let him like we, this. This episode has to be far enough from his. He memory. doesn't listen to the whole show. He doesn't. <gasps> oh, he probably does. Hey, Dad. We call our podcast producer Dad. It's not weird. <laughs> So what color do you think is the one that tastes the best? I don't know. Whatever color is the color of the food you want to eat. Part of me is like that weird, like the color of a wild berry pop tart. Like that, that purple and blue. What's here's my question. What's your favorite color flavor? Because I love a red taste. If you give me a candy that's red, I'm going to enjoy it. I love cherry. Like, like starburst cherry flavor. Like, mm the best what if it's strawberry though eh, i'm not i'm not big what? on the strawberry i like so red is it's a it's a kind of a crapshoot because someone might hand you a red flavored something and it's strawberry you take a taste take a little sip sip i mean i'm not put gonna... a twizzler in your mouth which claims to be a strawberry flavor which is absolute bullshit twizzlers don't taste like anything other than what their name is yeah it's got its own flavor <laughs> fuck you strawberries get out of here what if Twizzler became self-aware and they like the flavor was just like Twizzler? I am Twizzler. Eat me. I taste like Twizzler. Yeah. <laughs> the box is my skin. <laughs> Hi, I'm Beth, and you know that. But what you might not know is that I'm a Denic Notebook ambassador. So why? Well, back in 2018, my tax man told me I needed a planner, so I just went into an office depot and grabbed a cute one. 
It was made by a company called Denik, and that started one of the most long-term relationships of my life because I liked that planner so much, I went ahead and bought five of their Stay Flat notebooks. I signed up for their ambassador program because I was already telling people to buy them. No one asked me to make this ad. I had to look up what they're called, but I just loved the classic lay-flat notebooks. They have a Smithsone binding so their spines look tidy on a shelf, they're the perfect A5 size, and most importantly, they do indeed lay flat on your desk regardless of what page you're turned to. I've never had to fight these to get them to stop creeping closed while I'm writing. And Denik works with and pays a wide range of artists to create illustrations for their velvety soft covers. So. If you're in need of a notebook, planner, or even sketchbooks, head over to denik.com, that's D-E-N-I-K.com, and enter code BRAD, B-E-R-A-D, at checkout for 15% off your order. That's denik.com, find your favorite thing there, and then enter code BRAD at checkout for 15% off your order. Thanks. Back to the show. just realized something what uh you can cut this out uh, so for the color segment we we're gonna talk about were we gonna oh we we're gonna never mind i'm dumb my brain's working rewind back before i did that it's fine we <laughs> we have one one brain cell between two heads today <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like the when you're a kid and you had the like the batteries in the remote and the batteries in your Game Boy started to die, so you took like one battery out of like yes. and swapped one battery, and you're like, this will get me another <laughs> hour's worth of playtime. It's like that. I feel like we're just passing the battery back and forth. We are. <laughs> it's losing its charge. <clears throat> hey Beth. Yes, Andrew. Can we start color corner? Okay. Oh, we're being cutesy this time. Ooh. ooh. Oh. Um. <laughs> I never, never would have expected those three letters to come out of that mouth. It's because I saw this joke recently that was like a Subaru, but then the the license plate said Subu Subu. <laughs> Super woo. Yeah. And I love it. It's, yeah. Uh, so back to Color Corner. Uh, we had a question from Megan Bar- Bar- Barbo. 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 Colors are hard. How do you come up with a good color palette for your work? Uh, and I figured we could both answer this because you are in also amazing with color. Oh, and so I'm sure you have uh, strategies for how you pick your colors. Uh, for me, it comes down to a mix of, of, of choices. One is what the goal of the piece is, what the message of the, the illustration is. So if I want the illustration to feel, you know, uh, positive and uplifting and, and happy, I want it to be bright. I want it to be colorful. Um, I'm probably not going to use a lot of uh, like navy blues or darker colors. Like it's going to be a lot of bright tones. Um, also, certain colors have we we could really get into it, but 
certain colors have like psychological effects on people and so like that's Mm -hmm. why uh, so many social medias choose blue for their color because blue is like a calming god like social color i don't i forget that enjoyable yeah you want to be in a space that is blue yeah so so that's kind of one thing and then the other is sometimes my favorite color i'll just use pink because i'm like i love like hot pink i do that all the time the piece doesn't need gold in it but i need to put gold in why does it why does it not need gold beth it doesn't necessarily give me a good reason what that's because it's a fucking goblin eating a chicken doesn't need gold why not well that's what what's happening right now (laughs) wait are you giving me full allowance to put gold in all of my artwork yeah because you can do what you want with your artwork it's your artwork that's same same reason i can put pink in all of mine it's true but sometimes i just want to paint like a like a poor boy just a sad poor boy and there's no gold in his environment but if i add it it adds commentary and people go oh wow that piece means something and what they don't know is it's because i can't help myself yeah i still see nothing wrong with adding your favorite color <laughs> i'm just saying that it's it's not wrong i don't know what i'm saying my you have the battery here go <laughs> i have the battery um i think it's a, a mix of things uh i would also recommend that if you are starting out with color and you're not super experienced with using color in your art to start with a limited color palette so doing like a warm and cool color palette of like you know you could pick um complementary colors is a good idea Another, or 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 just using like two different colors they don't have to be warm and cool it could be just analogous. use guys guys here's our tips for painting just use two different colors yeah and then put them on the paper make sure your values are different do you know what value is hey 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 we're the, your teachers welcome to your teacher friends where beth sounds drunk and she's not two colors all you need yeah make a yellow and a dark purple and the beautiful <laughs> art comes from that or the you can do purple. light blue or and and magenta yeah and, and you put those on the pa- or you can do peach flesh we might be here a while deep pink or warm or you could do sea foam and you could do uh, uh, cher- cherry wood wood color dark wood color with this that'd be nice i'd like that or you could do a light. This is when the battery is like dying and, and the screen of the Game Boy is just like flickering. And then you're painting clouds. Or you could do bright yellow and you can and you can do I said purple before, but you can do something else. Dark green. Ooh. That's like a banana. Yellow green. and dark green? Yellow and dark green's like bananas. Oh my god, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we call a segue. Now we will do the best <laughs> segment where we pick things that we like from the week. Ah. Sounds like you just deflated. 
Welcome to Beth's favorite part of the show, where <laughs> both of us will share something we saw this week that made us say, why didn't I think of that? I actually almost had one earlier. Why didn't you say it? Because it was like I just started Color Corner for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, God damn it, I don't want to interrupt this again. <laughs> can, I sh- can I share which the mine was? Which one mine is? Yeah. I'm yeah. falling apart. My skin is sloughing off. I love it. I love it. When you become unhinged is like my favorite. <laughs> Encouraging it <laughs> makes it happen more. Yes. At Ooh. New Checky on Twitter. Sarah is her name. I don't know anything else about her, except that she posted these two pictures of a tote bag she designed that's so heckin' cute. Oh, that is cute. Look at that. <gasps> then you could put the pins on the little circles like yeah. gym badges. So she's drawn a little Animal Crossing villager with like the inventory screen. So the inventory oh, screen so pops cute. up. And it's got how many bells she has and, and all of these little empty holes. Some of them have like a fossil and a Tom Nook leaf, uh, but mm-hmm. the rest of them are empty so that you can put your pins on them. It's real cute. It's such a good idea. It's such a good idea. Such a good idea. What a great thing to Why sell didn't at your you convention think of that, table. Beth? I'm <sighs> asking myself that question. As you should. That Well... <laughs> I can't do this, but what can I do? An inventory screen on a on a tote bag is so clever. And the Animal Crossing one is like topical. Everybody's enjoying that game right now. Yeah. But there's other, you could do little Poke badges, mm-hmm. do Pokemon badges. You could do, you could do uh, frog mouths. <gasps> Kirby, just a bunch of Kirby mouths. And that's where you put the pin. <laughs> that's a good idea. In his mouth. And if it's not, you don't have to do Kirby's if you don't want to do the fan art thing. Instead, you could just make it a bunch of frogs. You just make it a bunch of fucking birds. Just big mouth birds eating all the pins. I'm coming up with the ideas, my dude. What's up? So, this was almost my why didn't I think of that. And I was going through TikTok and I saw this TikTok that I saved. Because this is the habit that I now have is when I find something that I'm like, oh, that's such a good idea. I just like bookmark it Mm -hmm. for this, this show. Um, it's like what most of my bookmarks are uh, for now. But uh, there was this one, and this person made pins that were dino nuggets, like dino chicken oh. nuggets. And the 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 backing card that the pins like were shipped on in the mail, um, was a circle, and it they made it look like a paper plate with ketchup <sighs> and mustard on it. And then they just stuck the pins in it. And I was like, that's such a good idea. That's such a good idea. And it made like this, this, um, this tote bag makes me think of that where it's like you design something that is really clever that like something else like pins or patches or I don't know. Or whatever the heck. Stickers live on. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, designing something for stickers to live on is clever. Just design Ooh. a water bottle just for <laughs> stickers. <laughs> here's here's a tote bag idea. It's just like an old timey um 
uh, not gang. Would it be a gangster? Kind of a gangster character, like with a trench coat that's like open, and it's just got a few things hanging inside the trench coat, and then a lot of open spots. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are they called? A shifty character. This is my shifty character tote bag. These enjoy putting your pins on his inner Famous. jacket. He's Famous wearing clothes. Bag. Yeah. What if he's not wearing clothes? Mine's going to be nude. <laughs> He'll have half of the coat is covering most of his body, so you can't see anything. Yeah. But but yeah. you'll know. There won't be a line where the shirt and the pants meet. It's just out of frame. You can. It's there's a shadow. You can see the shadow. It's a shadow. A little a little bit of hair down there. That yeah. You can see. Um. <laughs> so my my why didn't I think of that? Um, also came from TikTok because, like I said, I have a habit now where I just bookmark stuff. I sent this to to Beth a long time ago, but in the video, it is this photographer or videographer who they took a Swiffer, like the the, the thing we use to clean our homes. And they found a way to attach their phone to it. I think they just taped their phone to it. And they used its uh, amazing ability to swivel and get under all of our furniture to swivel a camera and take really cool um, video shots with it. And some of them required assistance from other people. And you can also attach multiple Swiffers to together and and have a really long swiffer to hang your phone on and like uh swivel it over top of something and it makes a really cool effect it's amazing it's just the coolest like it makes me think of bo burnham's special again where it's like as soon as he like turned on his little headlamp and looked up at the disco ball i was like god damn it like it's such a one of those like really simple things because it's like an everyday item that we have at home that like you can just use as a really cool camera like attachment when people find creative and cool ways to repurpose uh innocuous things Mm -hmm. that's the spice of life that's the shit that's macgyver energy right there and i invite him my lord and savior into my life because i need a i need a little bit of unusual uses to mm-hmm. to look around and I want to I want to look at things in my room and be like I could use the hairbrush to brush my hair but I could also use that hairbrush to make a noise for my mixtape because I'm a rapper now yeah you are when's that EP yeah. dropping yeah yeah soon is your rapper name also Beth B. Rad it's Beth B. Rap <laughs> my, rap, my rapper name is Beth I'm mad at you for how like instantaneous <laughs> that response was, and I'm slightly mad at myself for not thinking of it. God, that was good. Fuck. This is why you have a comedy <laughs> art podcast. That that's been my new favorite favorite joke to make when i have friends who like if i send them something they're like oh my god that's so funny and i'm like i know i have a comedy art podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm the expert yeah <laughs> or like uh the other day i was at ikea with my friend lucy and she just moved and so she was getting new stuff and i was also like looking for ideas for stuff to update in my place 
and I thought it was so funny that somebody had gone through IKEA, and it's not funny; it's it's so overdone. But somebody had gone through, and they have those little mannequin like wooden hands, and somebody who was a ahead of us had gone through and made middle fingers on like three or four of them throughout the store. Uh huh. And I would just see it, and I would just start giggling and pointing at it. And Lucy would look at me and be like, what? And I'd be like, look. <laughs> that's the spice. That's and that's it, it man. I love it when I'm walking through fucking Myers. Yeah. And there's the big letters that you can buy for your baby's room or whatever. And it just says, fuck. And <laughs> it's not supposed to. When I was younger, I was like, respect authority. This is naughty. And now I, it's, it's the reason why I'm alive. Yeah, it's the reason I need that so that shopping for uh, towels is doable. Yeah, it's so on a related note, you know, those things that they sell at Target that are like those little like light boards and they have little like pin letters that you stick in them and then it like lights through them. Every video Um, podcast has one of those in the background when they're talking. Mm -hmm. So a few years ago, I think it was in 2019, I bought one when I was buying like Christmas decorations. Really? Do you want to know what mine says? Like I, I put it in there thinking like this will just be for Christmas time. And I've left it as is since. What's it, it say? It says be fucking jolly. <laughs> <laughs> and I have it over. It's on my mantle above my fireplace and it's facing the front door so as soon as you walk in it just says be fucking jolly <laughs> andrew's live laugh love be fucking jolly yeah. <laughs> aggressively <That's>... positive <laughs> truly i really i i think that's delightful jolly has an immediate christmas connotation but if you see that in may <laughs> it still means what it like it still works yeah no one's going to be like put your christmas decoration away and you're like what you don't think i could be jolly all year yeah. I just imagine like a New York accent saying it. It's like, be fucking jolly. Be fucking jolly. Come yeah. into my house. How dare you with a frown on your face? No, be fucking jolly. Be appreciative of what I've got for you. There's a chair for your ass to go. What are you doing over there? Be fucking jolly. What are you doing over there? You complaining about your walk? Is it too humid? Be fucking jolly. <laughs> we got a thunderstorm out the back. Andrew's standing in the rain. Look at his jolly ass. He's being fucking jolly. (laughs) We want to genuinely say thank you again for listening to this podcast, for being a part of this uh, right from the beginning. Absolutely. We want this thing to exist for a long time and we want to grow it into something that is... uh, positively impact aggressively positively impactful on the world is our is our new mantra be fucking jolly (laughs) jolly? (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna get in trouble those sponsors are gonna want to work with us if our mantra has the word fucking in it fair enough but you want to put horny podcast on our business cards so (laughs) maybe it's a that was that was a good joke and i stand by it What do I what do I want to say? I just I don't think Andrew and I th- neither of us expected the amount of love that you've shown us. There's been memes made of the show. We only have 3 episodes out and we have memes already. Yeah. Solid memes, like really good memes. Ones that made me laugh. Yeah. And I I don't I don't laugh easily. 
<laughs> I'm, a, I'm a hard get. After many episodes, I think they'll get the idea that you laugh at a lot of things. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's been a really, like, to echo what Beth said, it's been such a cool experience watching people react to this because we've been, you know, creating in a vacuum for so long. And we've said it so many times on, on the episodes that you all have either heard or are about to hear. And it's, yeah, I, I remember recording an episode where I was like, oh, to our, like, one listener, and then, like, Beth was like, no, like, like we, we'll have more than that. We'll have more than one. We have a lot more than one. And and you were truly right, and I am so happy you were right. <laughs> yeah, and what's cool is, like, our friends have been listening to the show, and they enjoy it. Yeah. When we conceived of it before it came out, we were hoping that it would make people laugh and make people feel heard or feel seen because creative thinking and and being an artist out in the world um sometimes you feel like you're on an island because the things that you're paying attention to or interested in aren't always things that the general public even notices like fonts i want to talk about fonts so much i saw dude i saw a juice bar driving uh i was driving out today and i saw a juice bar that's title was like it said it was something like fuck juice, but it wasn't <laughs> the word fuck. It was something totally weird. But what was more weird is that it was papyrus, all caps mm. papyrus, but they they smushed it. Not only was it the bad font, but it was also a stretched version of the ba- bad font. And and you understand me when I mm-hmm. when I labor on about it. Uh, I got buddies who smile and nod and and then we move on to the topic that everybody can participate in. And so I know I was hoping that this show would would sort of be a silly reflection of of those ideas and the reactions to the show. You never know what it's going to be until you make it. And we like mm-hmm. made a horny podcast by accident, but the reactions have been so reflective of our intentions, which is so cool yeah. to have happen. Yeah. Like we, there were several screenshots that I sent Beth from people that, again, like aren't super close friends of mine. So it's not like they were, they felt like they were obligated to be like, hey, it was really good, man. Like these were people that like I met one time in 2019 and I haven't talked to since. And they messaged me out of the blue and were like, hey, listen to the first episode. It was really great. Uh, it's super, you know, goofy. And I think it's, you know, it, it occupies a space that, in the art world that didn't exist or that I didn't know about prior. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was super cool because that was something that one of our goals when we talked about like making this at the beginning. Yeah, comedy art. And talking about goals from the beginning, um, we've been having talks about doing actual drink and draws out in the wild. So yeah. if we're both at a convention hosting some kind of little drink and draw and it it could be just a group of five people it could be a group of 30 i don't know what this ultimately yeah. is going to look like um this might be what our live show looks like if we do a live right show. exactly a live show we would host a drink and draw host a little artist bingo or artist yeah. trivia i don't know something very community oriented because this show sure we could do a ticketed come and sit down in seats and, and laugh at us talking into microphones thing but wouldn't it make more sense for us to do a community event, mm-hmm. to do a gallery show of all of the dumb shit that we've 
brainstormed on our podcast yeah. uh host a drink and draw afterwards or yeah i don't know what that's gonna look yeah. like but i want to do it eventually it would be the i think the most on brand to make it <laughs> weird because like <laughs> i feel like it's the most true to like this podcast and who we are is just to be like mm -hmm. oh hey like you know beth and i are gonna do this you know convention like we're gonna host a drink and draw at this bar near the convention center so if you're there like come on by yep being able to do events like that is contingent on how many people are listening to the show so if you are interested in that please share the show with people like-minded people artists or not anyone who's going to enjoy a goofy conversation because as this grows more opportunities are going to come uh to make this a a community yeah do you have an artist to recommend andrew yes i do so at the end of each episode we want to recommend an artist that one or both of us have been digging lately they could be famous underground dead or seven years old if they made something rad, then it makes us glad. <laughs> you remember there's there's you and your rapping because <laughs> you wrote that. That wasn't me that wrote that. That was you that wrote that. So my artist, uh, they I I don't know very much about them. I tried to look into them, and all that it says on any of their like profiles is that they are based in Italy. So the artist name is Reno Nogaj, uh, and there will be a link in the show notes. But their work is fantastic. It's, it's super muted color palettes. Like, I, I feel like their work is like the inverse of mine, where it's all very muted tones and, and mm -hmm. there's not a lot of bright color. But the, the control of the color is so good. Very sophisticated. Yeah. Like, specifically, the piece that I, that made me like pick them is uh this piece called unclouded it's got this figure in the center and they're surrounded by people who are uh, much darker in value like the the other characters are like darker cool grays and they all have umbrellas and it's raining but this figure in the foreground is a lighter cool gray and they do not have an umbrella and then inside of the the silhouette of the person there are clouds and there's a sun that is the only pop of like a warm, a warm color. Their and it's skill just, with it's composition, so yeah, is really impressive. All of these pieces are super grounded, and uh, that that sun that you were talking about within the figure, it's mm -hmm. dead center. It is the yeah. very middle point of this piece. Yeah, but it doesn't loudly proclaim that. You kind of just feel. Yeah. You, feel, you feel safe whenever you look at a good composition it's like a warm blanket you're just like mm, yeah let me cozy up in there yeah i feel, i can i i trust that this painting on a rainy day <laughs> wants me to look at it the way that i'm looking at it i'm doing this right it yeah. knows me i know it we're connected i also feel like i because there isn't much to go off of in terms of like what the concept and meaning to the piece is but part of me looks at this and is like, oh, this piece is telling me like it's okay to have like a bad day or it's okay to have those days where you're just like you, you have those like meh days where you're like, I don't feel great, but I can't pinpoint why. Huh. It, that That's kind of how I see it is like this person, this character is having one of those days, but 
they can like you know look at their life and be like you know there's there's nothing that i can like i'm you know i i'm i'm safe i'm healthy i have a roof over my head maybe not right now because i'm being rained on but <laughs> uh, but like everything is good it's just i'm having an off day and that's what this piece makes me think of is like an off day but you can recognize that there's you know warmth and and like a sunny side of things mm -hmm. it's just not there right now nice pick thanks it's time for plugs it's time for plugs i can plug myself no. <laughs> I didn't know it. I took the battery away from me. So, Beth, where where can we find I you on the internet? This is my Beth be rad. Beth be rad. I'm on the I'm on Instagram and Twitch and YouTube and I'm back on Twitter. I quit Twitter and yeah. life was better. Unfortunately, everybody was like, "You should probably keep your handle." So I reactivated it. So I have a Twitter, but now I know that I'm addicted to Twitter. So I unfollowed every single account. If you got unfollowed, I, sorry, it's not you. Even, it's even me. me. Even you. <gasps> I'm not. I'm not even following this podcast it's account. Okay. It's okay. You can find me there. You can tweet at me there, Andrew. Uh, you can find me at Schmander Art on the everything. On, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are the main ones, but I also occasionally stream on Twitch. There is no schedule, so it, you might catch a stream, you might not. And then you can, you can, you you can, can also tweet, tweet at us. Ah! <laughs> you, you can also tweet at us at your art friends. One brain cell! <laughs> right, we really are sharing the battery. Uh, or email us at yourartfriendspod at gmail.com. And we did get an email, and it was very sweet, and we thank you for it. It was it was so nice. Our very first one. Well, we've come to the end of the podcast. Sometimes we were serious, and sometimes it was just tomfoolery. Shout out to famed 16th century court jester, Tom Fool. But that's just what you get when two friends who met because of a shared love of making things in a bare ass hang out together. It's us. The ass people. <laughs> the ass people. Your Art Friends is a Moorpark Media production. Our music is by Andrew Smith. You can listen to his music on Spotify and iTunes under the name Makeshift Radio. 